This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. Okay, so I have a very exciting episode today. Um, You'll hear about it a little bit later, so that's why we're going to kind of go through this opening section kind of speedy quick so that we can get straight into the episode because it was so much fun to record and it was like a really insightful and like enlightening podcast recording with Julia about manifestation and I think you guys will love it. So we're going to get there really soon. I first want to start off by saying thank you everyone who has sent me a message about this podcast. This podcast has never gotten this much attention and it's a little overwhelming and I get a little stressed out, but I'm super excited and I'm so thankful for you guys and you guys posting pictures of you listening to the podcast or sending me messages. I've never gotten this many messages from people telling me they like it and like, I don't even know what to say. It's like so sweet. And so Thank you guys so much. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, if you could scroll down to the bottom and rate and review this podcast, that would mean so much to me. I really want us to hit the charts. I don't know what chart, but like I want us to hit a chart. Um, So (laughs) please do that if you guys can. It would mean so much. But yeah, getting into this episode, um, I'm first going to start with my peak and my pit of the week. So my peak is definitely today. Today is, it's Saturday the 22nd and it is Helfrich Collective's one year anniversary. And a year ago I launched this company on a whim. I thought no one was going to like it. And here we are a year later doing so many big things. I'm going to just like talk about it for two seconds because I'm like kind of proud of it. But in this past year, we've launched five collections. We've restocked one. We donated to 10 different charities. We've been in BuzzFeed. We've done all this stuff that I never thought was possible. So today's just a very, very like humbling and exciting and like a day where I sit back and I kind of like reflect on everything that's happened in a year and I just am so excited and I'm like in such a good mood I don't know if you guys can tell I'm like actually really happy (laughs) so yeah that's my peak and I honestly I don't really think I have a pit this week has been a super balanced week for me I went out for dinner last night I got some margaritas and tacos with my friends which is something I would normally never do so that was super exciting this morning I had coffee with another friend and it was great and we went for coffee for like four hours and it was something that I needed so much and it was such a balanced week between school and social life and that's something that I obviously you guys know I've been trying to like be more well-rounded this year and kind of make sure I take those breaks and I am like thriving off of it I'm like in such a good mood also 
I don't know if anyone has ever taken Pilates, but I started taking Pilates at a place that's like by my apartment. It's called Solid Core. Oh my God. I think that I'm like a pretty fit person. Like I work out every day. I think that I'm like kind of active, but that is the most humbling experience I have ever had in my entire life. You will never be more humbled than trying to do a lunge on a little machine thingy that is moving in front of you. It is so hard, but I love it. I love these workout classes. Normally I work out on my own now. So like go into a workout class and being motivated by the people beside me. Like if they're holding a plank, you bet your ass I'm holding a plank too. But yeah, it's just been a really good week and a super balanced week. And I'm very excited to get into this episode. I'm very excited for you guys to hear what Julia has to say. It was a great recording and I learned a lot and I'm definitely taking a lot of her tips and her techniques with me and I'm like really thinking about the way that I'm speaking to myself. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. On today's episode, I am here with the queen of manifestation, mindset, law of attraction, abundance. You definitely know her from TikTok and Instagram. Julia, welcome to the pod. I'm so excited to have you. Hello, thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. So before we kind of get into everything manifestation, do you want to just tell everyone kind of who you are and what you do? Yeah, of course. So I am a New York City based content creator, manifestation expert and spiritual entrepreneur. And what I do is I help people create their dream life through taking intentional action, and being really intentional about their thoughts and feelings and taking inspired action to meet all their manifestation goals. Oh my gosh. I'm so, I'm so excited to pick your brain. Um, (laughs) Before we kind of get into all of that, you're really big on TikTok. That's kind of how a lot of people I'm guessing have found your business and have found you. What made you want to start posting on TikTok? And then what made you want to also start posting manifestation specific content? Girlies, when you're first starting a business, you have enough to worry about. The stress is overwhelming and there's absolutely no reason you should be adding any more. Luckily for us, Shopify is here to help. Shopify has all the tools to power and build your business to the next level. It grows with your business, no matter how far or big you grow. Thanks to an endless list of integration and third-party apps, anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, everything you need to revolutionize your business, they have. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they are the global force behind Allbirds, Linen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. As a WTTC listener, you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash WTTC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, shopify.com slash WTTC. 
Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant, and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite, and it smells so good. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers, and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code WTTC for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's WTTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Yeah, so I actually started out as more of like a lifestyle content creator, Mm -hmm. and I was kind of struggling to find my tone. I was doing fashion, beauty, and this all started when I was working my full-time job on Wall Street at the time. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I didn't want to work that job forever, but I was $25,000 in student debt. Mm -hmm. So I figured it would kind of get me on my feet, get me out of that debt. And then I did influencing kind of more as a passion. Mm -hmm. Um, And then once I realized the business that influencing has and how you can really create anything from it, I started to get really creative. I literally posted about everything under the sun. Mm -hmm. Like you said, lifestyle, fashion, beauty, finance, um, mindset, mindfulness, like a bunch of different things Mm -hmm. until I really found what worked for me. And it was really mindset and manifestation. And not that it just worked for me, but people were resonating with it. People were seeing results. And I just kept going with it. Like I had this intuitive nudge to be like, you know what? Like you have the opportunity to help so many people. It's almost like it would be a disservice if I stopped now. So I kind of just looked at it as my starting point and continued to just build from there. So how, okay. So if you had a beginner, How would you kind of describe or explain what manifestation is to someone who has no idea what we're talking about? I love that question. So the best way to talk about it is to discuss the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. So the law of attraction is a natural law of nature. It's a science, the same way that there's gravity. If you jump off a cliff, you're going to fall and hit the ground. So it's the same exact way. And everybody is being affected by it, but not everybody's using it to their advantage. So what the law of attraction says is that like attracts like. And what I really take pride in is in my teaching is that I keep it super simple mm-hmm. and super digestible because that's how I understand things best. Yeah. So that's how I like to teach other people. Um, so like attracts like. And all manifestation is, is really directing your thoughts and feelings and actions Mm -hmm. to create an outcome that you desire by working in harmony with this law of nature of like attracts like. So what 
kind of technique would you give to someone who's just starting out? They want to manifest, they want to have abundance in their life. Like, is there a specific technique or something that you would give them to kind of start this journey? Yeah. So I actually have a free ebook called how to manifest, which you'll have to link it um, below so people can get on it because that is a total beginner's guide to manifesting. Um, But what I love to kind of do is like a little challenge with people who want to try it out. And the thing is like, there's a lot of trendy techniques and marketing Mm -hmm. tactics going around TikTok, like three, six, nine method, water method, all this stuff. And my DMS are flooded with questions about those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And the truth is everybody's saying the same thing, like attracts, like you're just enhancing that feeling and those emotions, because at the end of the day, it's that your thoughts create your feelings. And then the feelings are what transmute into your um, reality. Right. So there, those are just tools and resources. So I would say the best thing for beginners to do is this little challenge that I like to try out. Um, and it's like um, a proven challenge and what it is. And it's worked for me and it's worked for so many of my students. And what I tell people to do is to just close their eyes and before they go to sleep every single night and picture a ladder for seven days. And then totally forget about it, like fall asleep and just like totally forget about it. And then when you're back in bed again, you know, kind of think about the ladder and visualize it and trust that you're going to see it and totally let it go and let the universe show up for you. Let the universe show you the ladder. And the first time I did this, I literally saw the ladder within like less than 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, this stuff works. And once you see the ladder, you'll see that if you can see the ladder, then you can do anything. Okay, this is spiraling me into so many questions. So I don't even know where to start because I have so many questions for you about this. So I guess you said, let it go. That's a big thing with manifestation is people say to think about what you want, think about what you desire, and then you have to let it go. How, well, first of all, is that something that someone has to do? Second, how do you tell someone to let it go like if this is something that someone's wanting how do they just stop thinking about it if that makes sense definitely so feeling precedes manifestation Mm -hmm. so if you are in this state of control and you're trying to control the outcome you're probably operating from a fear-based mindset So you have a fear that it's not going to come true. And that's why you're so controlling. So the best way to let it go is to really say, I am okay with or without this and trust that it's going to happen and that everything is happening for your highest good. And we're all guilty of it. Mm -hmm. I am for sure. Right. And that's why I tell people to start out with the ladder challenge Mm -hmm. because they don't care if they see the ladder or not, because it's like, whatever, but if it's a thousand dollars, you'd probably be way more controlling if you're just starting out and you jump to something so big and then you would be like manifestation doesn't work. And it's like, no, because if something feels not believable to you, like for example, mm-hmm. manifesting a thousand dollars in 24 hours, well, then it's not going to come true because you don't believe it. But right. with the latter, you don't really care about the outcome because it's like a fun thing and you're having fun. Yeah. And that's actually when manifestation works, when you realize it's just a game and it's just fun. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, I am, my mom says I'm like a powerful manifester because I will literally be sitting at dinner with her and I'll be like, oh, I haven't heard from so-and-so from like two years ago. 
And then the next day I'll get a message from them or something. And I'm like, that's so crazy. I wasn't, I was just kind of saying it in passing. I wasn't actually like fixated on it, but then at the same time, I feel like I have to be very careful with my thoughts because like you said, like attracts like. So if I start thinking negative, all of a sudden, a lot of bad things kind of start happening. Yeah, exactly. And the best way to really think about this is that there's only like two outcomes, right? You either want something or you don't want it. So it's like you either want to be healthy or you don't want to be sick, right? So it's like one or the other. So if you want to be healthy, then you don't want to be sick. So when you focus on the want, Mm -hmm. that's when the outcome happens. And if you're, like you said, letting fear stand in the way, Mm -hmm. acknowledge that and become aware of it and allow it to dissipate. But where people get tripped up is like, they're scared of their fear and they're not making fear their friend. And when they're realizing that fear is just an inner belief system that they're not allowing to come through and to come out, it's naturally subconsciously dictating their life so without becoming aware of it and without addressing it it's just going to get louder and continue manifesting in your life whereas if you just befriended it and said fear I hear you I see you and I love you and I, I know what you're saying but I don't support you and I support like thoughts and positive thoughts and that's how you really make the shift yeah So what is your favorite manifestation technique? Like, what do you do to kind of manifest all these things in your life? Yeah, so now it's definitely like more on autopilot for me. Mm -hmm. So I really focus on staying in a state of optimal high frequency, Mm -hmm. because another really great way to describe manifestation is think of a cell phone, right? And what you said is a perfect example of manifestation. So if you know, I want to call you, Mm -hmm. I would type in your number, and I would give you a call, and then your phone would ring. It doesn't matter where you are in the world, but we're connected by a frequency that's connecting our call. So think of it as your thoughts as one phone, And then your reality as the receiving phone, and you have to match the frequency of the thing that you desire. So what I really focus on is positive thinking, Mm -hmm. right? And of course, it's impossible to always have positive thoughts. So what I mainly focus on is that. And one of my favorite things that I say is you can't control what thoughts come in, but you can control what stays. Mm -hmm. So if you do have a negative thought, really shifting it. And not ignoring it, shifting it, which is a really, really big difference. Saying, I hear you, I see you, but I don't support you. And this is what I support instead. So really shifting. Um, The energy you surround yourself with really matters because we're all vibrating on a frequency. So for example, not just people, but things too. Like I don't really watch the news. Mm -hmm. And I read this in a book somewhere and it was just like, if something's that important, you'll hear about it from somebody. And that's how I've lived my life probably like the past five years. Mm -hmm. And it is so, so true. Um, I really am mindful about like the TV shows I watch. I don't really watch things like super vulgar. And like one of the worst things that you can really do, I know we're like going on a tangent here, Mm -hmm. but like falling asleep to um, like really vulgar TV because Mm -hmm. your subconscious is wide open 
right before you go to bed and right as you wake up. So what I've actually started doing, um, because I, you know, have tons of blocks, everybody does. And as I work through one, another one comes up. And I was even talking about this with a therapist, uh, with my therapist and with one of my coaches that the blocks that I'm dealing with now are not blocks I was even ready for last year. Like these things did not even cross my mind. So it's like you're a snake, right? You have to shed your skin. Mm-hmm. So you shed layer by layer by layer. So what I've actually done is I actually fall asleep to like hypnosis, um, my affirmations. I play as I'm sleeping because your subconscious is wide open mm-hmm. as you're sleeping. Do you have like any recommendations for like stuff that you love, like books or um, certain affirmation, like podcasts or anything that you love to kind of get you into that high vibe state? Definitely. So I love the book, The Secret. That is how my journey started out. That book found me. Um, that is a whole story in and of itself. When I first read that book is when I first discovered manifestation. It is a great beginner book. Mm-hmm. Um, some of one of my favorite spiritual, some of my favorite spiritual teachers, I'll say is Bob Proctor. Mm-hmm. Um, I teach a lot kind of expanding on his point of view. I agree with a lot of the things he shares. Um, I absolutely love um, Abraham Hicks, Mm -hmm. another great spiritual teacher. Um, These are some really great people to get started, to start dipping your toes. And for resources, like I said, I have my free ebook. Mm -hmm. I post tons of content and I actually love the Think Up app. I'm not affiliated with them or anything, but what it is is an app which you could get the free or the paid version. I do the paid version. I think it's like $30 a year or something. And it's so worth it where you can record your affirmations. And then I play them while I'm sleeping. Smart, smart. So then you like hear yourself basically reaffirming all of this. Exactly. So for me, I find that when I'm driving is kind of a time that I will say like, almost like express my manifestations out into the world. Like I will drive and be like, I am in med school or whatever it is that I'm trying to achieve. But there's a lot of talk about kind of the tense around what, like what tense you should be using when you're saying these things out loud, or even if you're writing them down. So I'm just wondering, should you be using like present tense with this stuff or future tense, or does it actually matter? Or like, how would you go about it? Yeah, so I'm a big believer in the the present tense. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I call it like the past present tense. So how I do it and what's worked for me and my students and hundreds of people that I've coached is writing things as if they, they're already yours. Okay. So want represents lack, right? Like we talked about before, I said you either want something or you have the lack of it, mm-hmm. right? So sorry, I mean, you have something or you have the lack of it, right? So you're either healthy or you have the lack of health and you're sick. So if you start with saying, I want this, so you know what you're going after Mm -hmm. and then transforming that to say, I am this. So for example, right? So I really am honing in on helping female entrepreneurs hit six figures um, because I'm really passionate about female entrepreneurship as well. So if an entrepreneur right now is at a 5k month Mm -hmm. earning 5k per month 
and they want to hit 10K per month. Well, they're currently operating at a frequency where they can only hit 5K per month. So their energy that they're putting out in the products or services they sell, that's the energy they're getting back. And this is the paradigm that they're operating on. This is the frequency that they're operating on. Mm -hmm. So to get to that six figure frequency to that 10k a month frequency, you have to shift your paradigm, you have to start thinking and acting as if you're already that business owner, that multiple that six figure business owner, because the way manifestation happens is like when people say I claim, it's because you're claiming something as if it's already yours. And then the universe says your wish is my command. I literally think of the universe as like my genie. And I put in wishes and the universe delivers on them. So if you put in your wish as the present tense, there's no room for question. It's just going to happen. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Actually. I also like how you said like basically the 5k you're working in this vibration and you need to basically embody, not embody, I guess, but like embody yourself as if you were making 10k, like how would you be that person? Yeah, definitely. So what, you know, when you're operating, and I know this because I've been through it, and that's why I'm so passionate about teaching it. So when you're operating on a 5k frequency, you probably have a certain belief system around money. So it's about really diagnosing what your belief system is around money. Mm-hmm. And really shifting that. So for me, right, when I was in $25,000 worth of debt, I was holding on to money so tight, because I was like, I have to pay off this debt. I want to move out of my child at home, I want to quit this job on Wall Street, and I was holding on to it. Mm-hmm. But when people really start to understand the laws of nature and realize that money is abundant Mm -hmm. and money will come to you the way that you think of it and the way that you perceive it. Money is no different than the air that you breathe. Money is just energy. So one of my favorite analogies is you trust that air is going to flow in and out of your lungs, right? You trust that air is abundant. So why would you hold your breath and fear that more air won't come? That's the same thing that happens when people hold on to money so tight and say, I can't invest in myself. I can't invest in my growth or I can't invest in this for my business. Well, you're holding on. So money is going to be scarce in your life. Right. I was actually just going to ask you about that because you posted on Instagram yesterday about how you now have kind of like financial abundance and this money mindset and you had to overcome these blocks to basically get to like where you are and you made the example with the blowout. Can you kind of like take us through that a little bit and kind of just explain like what you said on your stories? Definitely. So I come from a background of two immigrant parents. Mm -hmm. Both of my parents um, emigrated here from Italy. So I, and they're both entrepreneurs as well. Mm -hmm. So I kind of had these really interesting belief systems around money. And, you know, what I teach a lot about in my program is, and my coaching is that we are the way we are because of our upbringing. Mm -hmm. And I never want it to be a way where people go, you know, yell at their parents and say, mom, dad, why did you do this to me? But rather look at it as an example that they did the best that they could with what they had because of their belief system. So now this is your opportunity to break the cycle and to say, I love you because you did the best with what you had. 
And now I'm ready to really reinvent it. So this doesn't pass on generationally. So with that being said, like I said, I had this really, really tough belief system around money and trusting that money was abundant. And I think the hardest thing about manifestation is believing something before it's tangible. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck because it's like, how can I feel like I'm the six figure entrepreneur if I don't have 10 K months? Well, this is the piece that people are missing is that you have to feel the 10 K months before the 10 K months can come. Mm -hmm. And that's why a lot of people you know, act as, okay, when I make more money, then I'll do these things. And they don't understand that when you make more money, you're not going to do that because it has nothing to do with the money, but it's everything to do with your belief system. Mm -hmm. So for example, what I had posted on my stories yesterday was about how I went to go get a blowout Mm -hmm. and how that was something that I could have never valued before because of my limiting beliefs around money, because of my blocks around money, Mm -hmm. right? my past thinking and my past self would have said and my ego really says why would you waste money on that why would you do that you're not going anywhere you you don't have an event you don't have a photo shoot like you know it's not justified right but now that i understand that money is abundant and feeling good is worth any amount of money to me whether it be feeling good emotionally physically whatever it is like And I realized that a blowout makes me feel confident. It makes me feel happy Mm -hmm. and it's an investment in myself and I can show up better when I feel good in my skin and I have my blowout and literally, you know, it ended up being a super financially abundant day for me as well. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even know that because I had money coming in passively that I kind of forgot about, um, And money was just flowing into me literally after I was posting those stories and stuff. So it goes to show that once you release and once you really let go and you trust, I think trust is like the big word that's really coming up for me. Trust that money is just energy and you can have as much of it as you want, but you just have to be on that frequency. So when I'm on that frequency of I'm paying for a blowout because this is an investment in my growth. It's an investment in myself. It's an investment in my seven figure self. It's an investment in this new version of me that I'm creating. Mm -hmm. Well, that's when the money starts flowing in. Yeah. I feel like I really needed to hear hear this because literally the other day I was trying to justify if I should try a new workout class or what I should do. And then it was the whole concept of money. And I was like, do I really want to spend money on a new gym or a new workout class when I can use my apartment gym for no extra cost? do I really want to do this? And then I had to think to myself, but it gets me out of the house. It'll, who knows what opportunities will come from it. And it was kind of that sort of like fight with myself on like, which way am I going to go? Which way is more justified in my head type of situation. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads.
Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. Exactly. And I always say follow your intuition. And I'm really big on practicality because I feel like there is a lack of it with a lot of these spiritual coaches and mentors um, and people. And they're stuck too much kind of like in like, oh, yes, money is abundant, right? But like when I was $25,000 in debt, I wasn't going on vacations and doing the things that like I'm doing now. I was, but not to the same extent. Mm -hmm. So there definitely is a practical aspect to it Mm -hmm. where, like I said, it has to feel believable and authentic for you. And it still has to feel aligned, but it has to feel like a little push outside of your comfort zone. And you know what you can do, right? Like I'm so big on giving back Mm -hmm. and, you know, the way that this, this, these universal laws work is that if you give, you're going to receive. And it's not that people give with the intention of receiving. It's just a law of nature. Like you're, you're going to get back. Mm -hmm. So I started donating when I was in debt and it was only $10 at the time and it was $10 a month. And I still have the recurring donation set up because it just means so much to me that I was able to give money forward Mm -hmm. when I was in a a negative and I was in a deficit, I was in debt Mm -hmm. and I was able to pay it forward. Like, I'm so proud of myself for doing that because it doesn't matter the amount. It matters the action that you're taking. And right, like I still have that donation to this day. And I met that manifestation right on its deadline that I had set for itself Mm -hmm. on September 1st of that year to pay off that $25,000. And I did that in six months. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, first of all, good for you for donating, especially, I think that's a huge thing is when people feel a lack, they don't necessarily, not necessarily want to do good for others, but it's a lot harder to kind of like expend yourself in that way. So that's so good for you that you still like found this money that you can donate even when you yourself were in debt. Exactly. And, you know, I love what you said about lack. Because whenever I find myself coming from a place of lack, I do something about it where Mm -hmm. I didn't in the past. So like, for example, I posted, um, you know, two experiences that I had recently, because like you said, I'm now, yeah, it's on a different level than it was than when I was in $25,000 of debt. But it's like I said, breaking into this next level of me, because there's always a higher level. And it's always about these layers, right? We're like onions, like you have to peel back the layers. So I was in the store, um, I was at Whole Foods like a few days ago. And I'm going to make this red lentil soup tonight. I'm so excited. And I was in the store and I was getting like the groceries for it. And obviously, like Whole Foods is a little bit more of an expensive supermarket. Mm -hmm. But um, in my rich life, high quality food is a part of it. And it's like, this is one of my top priorities. So I was in Whole Foods and I had to get these lentils and they only had one pack of red lentils Mm -hmm. and the red lentils were like $8 for a bag. And I was like, you know, that's kind of a lot of money for lentils when the other ones were like two, $3, only the red ones were $8. So I found myself literally Googling in Whole Foods, what's the difference between black lentils and red lentils and was reading for like five minutes standing there. And once I became aware of it, that this was a habit that I had to break, I was like, stop. And I just grabbed the red lentils and I didn't look back Mm -hmm. because it's when have those moments and those shifts 
that you have the massive breakthrough and the abundance comes. And this was literally the day before the blowout and the day before the financially abundant day. So this, this is really how it works. When you break out of that and you start acting as if right now, Mm -hmm. then the manifestation follows. Exactly. So one of the questions that I got um, asked to ask you is they said how to really practice law of attraction. And then the word really is in all caps. So I'm thinking that they mean like, what actionable steps can someone kind of take every day to just practice law of attraction? Yeah, I'm going to keep that so simple in one Mm -hmm. sentence. Think about the things that you want and don't think about the things that you don't. Mm-hmm. And don't even try to like depict that sentence. Don't even try to like make it something it's not. Mm-hmm. Keep it so fucking simple. Mm-hmm. Think about the things that you want and don't think about the things that you don't yeah. because it's very simple. Like attracts like. So think the things you want and they'll happen in your life. Yeah. I love, I love that you said that because a lot of, I mean, if someone is trying to look for manifestation and law of attraction and this guidance, I feel like a lot of people out there make it very, very complicated and do the whole moon water and then burn (laughs) stuff and then write it down in three, like six, nine and all this stuff. And it's very confusing. And sometimes you, I, well, at least for me, I found that I would start to write something down about what I want. And then, like I said, I would get so stressed out that I was doing the wrong tense or I would get so stressed out that my three weren't actually the right way that I was supposed to do it. And then my six got messed up and it's just, it's too much. Whereas like, you just keep it very simple, like attracts, like put out the positive energy, it'll come back. And I think that that's just the best way to go about it. Totally. Mm -hmm. So this one's kind of a question that, um, people who are impatient, like I am, but is there a way that someone can kind of speed up their manifestations? I mean, I think we hear about it a lot, how people are like, I've been waiting for this to happen. I, it's been a year and this hasn't happened yet. That kind of thing. Is there something that people can do to basically speed it up? Or is it basically just the universe is telling you it's not the right time and you need to wait? Yeah. So divine timing definitely does play a part, Mm -hmm. but what I would say in those moments is have fun Mm -hmm. because the more that you have fun and the more that you align to you, the more that will come Mm -hmm. and like dance it out, visualize and visualizations that awesome tool, like closing your eyes and listening to like, I like search manifesting frequencies on Spotify and I close my eyes and I sit and I visualize like what I want my life to look like and just really trusting because I really believe that like when things aren't coming for you it's because you're blocking them because like I said and I know I sound redundant but this is just how I teach because we have to hear things over and over again like this is a natural thing of the universe. Like this is a law of nature. So it's happening, whether you like it or not, there's no on and off switch. And the thing that is different about human beings versus like, okay, so like a tree is going to grow. That's a law of nature because a tree doesn't have a brain. It doesn't have intellect. It can't stop the process. But since we have brains, we can stop the process by interfering with the natural process. So the way that we interfere that we, you know, don't interfere and allow it to go smoothly is by rewiring the subconscious Mm -hmm. to like undo what we've learned. I call it unlearning to undo what 
what these blocks are and what's really standing in our way. So really the best way to speed it up is to have fun, let it go, to visualize, to dance it out, be around people that make you happy and give back. Like literally the one thing that changed my life was giving. Like with my content, I've just always focused on like value and like money follows, right? So I think like a really hard thing for me in the beginning was like, well, how am I going to like make money if I'm just like giving free content all day? Right. And when I stopped looking at it as like, okay, I'm not obviously like I don't post a video and then I make money. Yeah. If it's a sponsorship, but I'm posting a video to provide value Mm -hmm. and I'll figure out the money thing later. And when you just like focus on the value and the value you're going to bring someone, you're compensated. And like literally how I got into coaching was because I was posting so much free content that people were like asking to pay me. Like people were like, my manifestations are coming true. Like I want to like compensate you. Mm -hmm. And that's like, literally like there's a whole thing on like the law of compensation. And it's like, just like so crazy that it's like people want to pay you when you provide value. And it's like, I had no intention of getting paid. Like I was sharing this stuff because it was changing my life and I knew it could change someone else's at least one person, if it could change mine. So I just spoke on what I know and it all unfolded for me. Yeah. So with what you were saying, I mean, you were kind of talking about basically not getting in your own way, I guess, and like rewiring your subconscious and not I mean, basically, you just have to trust the process and that it's going to work out the way that it's supposed to and that your manifestations will come when they're supposed to come. And that was a big thing for me. I mean, a year ago, I mean, that's the whole reason my business even started. But like a year ago, I kept telling myself, like, life is working for me, not against me. Like, it's okay. All these things aren't happening now. But now a year later, looking back, I'm like, if those would have happened, who would like, who knows where I would be, what I would be doing. If I would not be the same person I am, I wouldn't be talking to you. I wouldn't be doing all this stuff. So on the other side, it's very easy to kind of look back and be like, yeah, trust the process. But when you're in it, I think it's way harder to just like settle down and let it just flow. Of course. And I think really controlling your emotions is the hardest part about all of this. And I always say like, look at your past relationships, Mm -hmm. right? When we look at our past boyfriends or girlfriends, right? You're like, oh my God, now I get why it didn't work out with him, right? Because then (laughs) you meet someone new. There's the same thing with anything that happens in your life. Mm -hmm. When it doesn't work out and you look back, you're like, I get it now. And if you can just live your life knowing that you're exactly where you're supposed to be mm-hmm. and learning to follow your intuition and trust your gut, like you're golden. Yeah. So kind of to switch gears just a little bit, how do you kind of switch your mindset from like a guilt mindset? I mean, like you said, you want to be in a high vibe frequency, but I find a lot of people, if it's you're taking a break from the gym or you are taking a break from school or whatever it is, sometimes we feel a lot of guilt with those decisions because we think we need to constantly be doing stuff all the time. So how, I mean, how would you kind of approach that situation? Yeah. So when you're really stuck in your head, let's just say 
you got to like move, move it out in your body. So something that I've really honed in on recently is how much your physical energy has to do with your emotional energy. Mm -hmm. And like, like summer of like last year going into the fall, I was really out of shape. I was like barely working out, didn't really care for my health because I was so focused on my emotional health and building my business. And looking back, like my emotional health was shit. Like Mm -hmm. I burned out. I had like one of the hardest moments like of my life and one of the most depressing periods of my life. Mm -hmm. And I realized because it's like the mind body connection is so important. So like when you have those moments and you're like in a rut, let's just say, yeah, like go to the gym. Like, even if it's for five minutes, you're going to end up staying longer because you're going to see how good it feels to move your body, go for a walk, get that stuck energy out of your mind and find that clarity in moving your body, mm-hmm. dance it out. Literally. Like if you're stuck in your room, you're like, I can't walk. I can't work out. Do 10 jumping jacks. Mm-hmm. Like you have to get the stuck energy out of your mind and you have to like release it physically. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually so true. My big thing is that whenever I'm stressed out, I put my headphones on, I cancel everyone out and I go in my bathroom and I literally have a full dance performance for myself in my bathroom all the time. And there's been times where I'm at home and my mom will walk into my room and I can't hear anything. And she'll like come into the bathroom and be like, what are you doing? But it's just, it raises my vibe. It puts me in a better mood. And then I go back to whatever I was doing and I'm like, okay, no, I'm fine. I was really stressed out kind of over nothing. And now I have a clear mind, a better energy about it. And I'm like ready to like tackle it again. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. That is the perfect example. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. Everyone, if you're listening, put your headphones on, cancel (laughs) out and like have a dance party in your bathroom so you can watch yourself. I love to do it. (laughs) Yes. I love that. But okay. So before we finish, I want to know what's the craziest or like the best thing that you've ever manifested. So I have a long list, but I'm going to pick my top two favorites that I always talk about. Um, So my number one would probably be the first time I ever manifested because I was kind of like, wow, this shit works. Like Mm -hmm. I just did that. And that was probably the coolest feeling. And I don't know if I'll ever be able to top that. Um, so I manifested an unexpected $5,000 check in the mail. Yeah. And that was just from reading the book, the secret, like Mm -hmm. I had no other knowledge. And I think that's when I really was like, I am powerful. Mm -hmm. Like I'm really powerful. And like, I'll have to tell you another side story. Like I literally, my boyfriend lost his apartment keys yesterday and I literally manifested them like from thin air. Like we were like, where were they? Like, how did this work? All right, we have to go on like a little tangent because like this is it sounds like blow my own mind. Like honestly, in the most humble way, I'm like, did I just do that? <laughs> You're and like, then, holy shit. <laughs> so uh he had lost his keys and you know, we were going to an event and he was very like overwhelmed. And I was like, you know, maybe like we should just go look for them. He's like, No, like let's just go to the event. Like, I really can't find them. He like called the Uber, he called mm-hmm. his neighbor, like all this stuff. And they were nowhere to be found. He checked his bag like three times. And I was like, check this. Like he had this like fanny pack bag thing, like crossbody bag. And 
I was like, check the bag. And he literally shook it upside down in front of me. He's like, they're not in here. And they're keys. So they're like clunky. Yeah. Like you'll hear them. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, like, we're going to be late to this event. Like, what should we do? He's like, let's just go. And he really was like, I'm just going to like, he like, he was obviously overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I'm going to just really like, let this go. And like, it's going to work out. Like, don't worry. So we went to our event, everything was fine. And then on the way home, he's like, oh, like, I I really wish I could find these keys. And I was like, I just have a strong feeling they're in your backpack at home. And I was like, I know we're going to find them. I was like, I know they're in that bag. Like, I just have a feeling that they're going to be in that backpack. Like, I know we're finding them tonight. And I was saying a prayer to St. Anthony also, who is like the saint of finding things Mm -hmm. so I had always done that growing up like my mom taught me that and I was like we're gonna find these keys and like I just was so sure of it yeah and he was literally wearing the same exact crossbody and he was like I'm just gonna check this bag one more time and they were in there oh and then I was like shake the bag and you heard them this time when he shook the bag and we did not hear that before because like I said he literally dumped it upside down And nothing came out of the bag. And he was like, I think you just manifested that. And I'm like, those keys were definitely not in there before. Oh my God. Yeah. Crazy. It is so crazy how powerful your mind is. And it's almost like you don't question it because you're just like, that happened. Like Mm -hmm. I did that. So back to my first story, when I was manifesting that I, you know, this was before I even knew I was in debt. So I didn't know I was in debt until I graduated college. So before I knew I was in debt, I read The Secret and I had $5,000 in my savings account um, before I graduated college. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I would love to like graduate college and just like end this year with 10,000 in my bank account. But I had no job. I was like partying in my senior year. Mm -hmm. I was like just having fun. Didn't care. Like I was selling Yeah, I was like selling some clothes on Poshmark, but like was making no more than like 100 or 200 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. And I really just looked at it as like a game. And I was like, I don't care if I really don't do this. Because at the end of the day, I'm doing like an experiment. And it's like a game, like I'm not losing anything of the 5000 I already have, but it would be cool that if I like got this additional money. So that was like September. And I didn't, you know, I just said the end of this year. Mm-hmm. So like I said, I had 5,000 and I went home for Thanksgiving break and I found out that I got, my mom's like, you have a, a letter and I had never received a check in the mail before. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know, that's probably like junk mail because who would send me a letter, right? Like, especially in these times and like, <laughs> like how we are, like, I'm like, who would ever like mail me something? Yeah. And I opened the letter and it was that I had inherited $5,000. And it was just so bizarre. And I told my mom before, like, I, I was like, mom, trying out like the secret because she was familiar with it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm trying this out, like, I'm gonna get $10,000 by the end of the year. I have no idea how I'm gonna do it. But like, I just know that I'm gonna. Mm -hmm. And I got this check. And she had no idea it was in Uh, And it was for me and my brother. So it's like, it can affect the people around you too, which is really cool, like positively impact because he got the check as well. And I was like, wow, I like, I did that. Mm -hmm. And then um, the second best was my boyfriend, my soulmate, Mm -hmm. as I call him, Um, we keep our relationship private off social media. But when I was like graduating college, I realized that it was time to get serious. And not that it was time, but like, I really wanted to, Mm -hmm. I kind of had gone through some like relationship trauma. And I was just like, 
I'm really ready for like a new beginning. And I know that's going to start with me. So I was kind of on this, um, like spiritual healing journey in terms of relationships, Mm -hmm. because I wasn't really coming from a place of wholeness. And I knew that. And I knew that I had to work on myself before I could welcome anyone else into my life Mm -hmm. because the people I, I was welcoming in were not the kind of people I, I wanted to be with. They're not the kind of people that aligned with this higher version of me. And I knew that. So it's kind of like on this quest, right? Another game Mm -hmm. was really just having fun. And I was like, I don't care how long that it takes. Like I'm going to figure out what I want and I'm going to get it. And I think the hardest thing about manifestation is like people don't know what they want. Mm-hmm. Like if you ask someone, what do you want? They'll just tell you about what they don't want. Right. So I got super clear on what I wanted and I was going on dates. I was on dating apps and I was like still meeting the same kind of people. Mm-hmm. And the number one thing I did was I just got really accountable and I was like, what am I doing that I'm still attracting this kind of person. And I realized like everything has to do with you. Like we're a mirror. Mm -hmm. So it was like, what energy am I reflecting out that I'm not getting back in? And for me to shift my paradigm, to me to shift my entire belief system around relationships Mm -hmm. took time and trial and error and bad dates and realizing that right? It's the same thing as going from the four figure self to the six figure self or four to five to six figure self is the same thing. If you're attracting the same kind of relationships, you have to step out of that and believe you're worthy of the six priceless relationships, six figure priceless relationship, whatever you want to call it. Like, and I realized that. And once I started knowing my worth and really let it go and you know, it's so crazy because now I had read my journal after I was with my boyfriend for like a little bit, uh, for like, I think after like a couple of months of us being together, Mm -hmm. I realized I was like, let me just go back to that journal. And let me just read what I was thinking at the time. And he is to a T everything I wrote in my journal. Yeah. Okay. That's actually crazy because so before I met my boyfriend, same thing. I was going on dates with people and I was like, why is this happening to me? Why are these boys like duds? Why are they treating me like all this stuff? And I was like, I just can't attract a good guy. I can't attract a good guy. I only attract fuck boys, all this stuff. So same thing. I sat down, no word of a lie. I like made a list of like every quality mm-hmm. I wanted. And somehow I was like okay you know what no I'm gonna like attract the right person when I'm meant to and I honestly I believe that like so strongly I was moving and all this stuff so I was like I don't even want to date anyone right now like now's not even maybe the time and then my boyfriend pops in to a t every single thing and I'm like this is so crazy like this is so wild like how does this happen Exactly. That's literally the same exact thing with me. And I'm going to point out the key point. Mm -hmm. It's like when you let go, because when I was doing the work and I think, you know, one of the more challenging things for me in my journey has been like control of the outcome. Oh, that's me. And like when I was, I was man. And I think what's like a struggle for me sometimes is that like, I know that you can have everything you want. Mm -hmm. I know that I can have everything I want. So I get almost like frustrated. Like, why isn't it working? Right. And that's what happened with my boyfriend at first. And I was dating these people, these duds. And I was like, why isn't it working? Like, Mm -hmm. I know I can get what I want. Like, why am I not getting it? And then 
I just went out to dinner with one of my like really good friends. And she was like, you know, cause I said, I was like, Oh, like I was moving. I was like, I'm just going to meet someone when I move. Like, I don't care anymore. Like I'm just over it. Like yeah. I'm, I kind of was at this point where I was like, I'm giving up. Yeah. And now I look back on it and I'm like, I wasn't giving up. I was surrendering right. and that's exactly what I needed. And then he magically appeared into my life. Mm-hmm. I think that's definitely my biggest thing that I need to kind of like learn is to like just surrender and like just let it happen I mean like I said like looking back on a year ago I'm like okay no it was good that everything happened the way it was but in the moment my anxiety and my like need to control every situation kind of took over and my mom's really good about it she always tells me like just trust in the universe trust in what's happening like she's kind of the one that's like more into this than I am all the time. And she's like, you're going to manifest bad things. Stop it. Like just very like kind of my like voice of reason when it comes with it, but I'm just such a control person. And I like to like control my own fate. And sometimes I just have to surrender and let things happen because like, that's when the best things end up appearing. Definitely. And I'm going to share with you something that I heard you say that I'm sure so many of the listeners do as well. When we say things like I'm controlling and I have trouble with this, that's what's manifesting. So if you no longer want to identify with those feelings and you no longer want them to manifest into your life, you start telling your new story as it is right now. Because if you keep saying things the way that they are, you're never going to change, right? Because you say things like I am controlling, I need to work on this. Rather, if you say, you know, I am self aware of this, but starting today, I surrender always, Mm -hmm. I trust in divine timing. And like I said, I know, we're just having a conversation. But with people, this is the number one thing I see with my clients too, is that they keep telling the same story, And they're wondering why they're not getting a different outcome. And it's because it all starts with the new thoughts you create, because that's the thoughts that you act on. Oh my God. This is such a good episode. I needed to hear that. (laughs) Like in the best way possible, I needed to hear that because I would have, I probably would have never like come to that realization if someone didn't straight up say to me, like you need to rewire the way that you're saying this. So now I'm going to go through everything that I say every day and I'm going to be like, is this good or is this bad? And I'm going to change it because yes, exactly. all the time I'm like, I put in all this work and things aren't happening or whatever it is, but a lot of it is my own. It like, it's myself. Like I have to re-change and rewire the way that I'm thinking and the way that I'm like verbalizing things. Exactly. And it's like, who are you to say that about yourself? Like I always say, like you are holding the pen of your life. So if you don't like something, just change the way, just Mm -hmm. change the way you perceive it. Like if you're like, I don't like this about me, don't keep saying that. Just start saying the person that you want to be. Like when I was in debt, I never said to people, I'm in debt. Like I never, ever said those words. I literally just said, oh, you know, I'm going to be debt free by September 1st. And it's like the story that, that you say, and it's like, I'm saying the same thing. I'm saying I'm in debt right now and I plan to pay it off by September 1st, but instead I just say I'm debt free by September 1st. Yeah. I think a lot of people with that probably just got like imposter syndrome, like saying it to other people. Like if I say to someone, I'm a really big CEO, they're going to be like, um, 
<laughs> are you like, and then you kind of get like embarrassed or nervous or whatever it is, but you really just have to embody that person and embody that mindset in order to achieve it. Exactly. And I think that there's definitely a fine line. Like I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Like right now I am a multiple six figure entrepreneur and my manifestation is becoming a seven figure entrepreneur. So I'm not like walking around on Instagram being like, I'm a seven figure entrepreneur. No, because that's inauthentic. Right. So it's like, that's why I'm so big on the practical piece as well. But in my daily life and in my journals and everything, Mm -hmm. I say I am a seven figure entrepreneur because that's how I'm choosing to identify. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. This was so like enlightening. Like, thank you so much for coming on before we wrap it up, share all your social media, tell everyone where they can find you, maybe give a little brief um, rundown on the ebook again. And we will obviously link it and everything. So you guys can go buy the buy the book. But yeah, give everyone kind of where they can find you. Definitely. So you can find me on Instagram. My name is spelled with a G. So you'll have to link it. I am super Italian. So you're probably not going to know how to spell my name, but that's okay because <laughs> we're going to link it. So my Instagram is at I am Julia Guerreri. Mm-hmm. And my TikTok is at manifest with Julia, G-I-U-L-I-A. Um, you guys can also find me on YouTube. I'm really building up my YouTube channel. So if you want to show some love and support, please subscribe there. That would really mean a lot to me. And then you can always find the link in my bio, more on my website about my programs. Mm-hmm. Um, my coaching, things like that. I'm kind of in the works behind the scenes on a new like coaching program slash Mm -hmm. coaching offer. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to share all on that, but you will definitely see updates on my Instagram um, website and the free ebook. The ebook is totally free. So if you're a beginner, if you love this podcast, definitely download it. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you sign up for the ebook, the free ebook, you'll also get my weekly newsletter where I share weekly manifesting tips, weekly like mindset, mindfulness hacks, Mm -hmm. things like that. Amazing. And if you guys go on TikTok and you just type in manifestation, it's definitely one of the first like videos or accounts that comes up. So you'll find it really easy. But of course, we'll link everything. Julia, thank you so much for coming on. This was such an amazing episode. And I loved learning more about this and how I can kind of embody this in my everyday life. Thank you so much for having me on. I really enjoyed the conversation as well. Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room Podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the mom room podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.